Let's talk about perfection. Perfection is what we are talking about in this week's episode of Frazzled. Thank you very much for joining me again. And if you are a first time listener, then welcome. It's absolutely brilliant to have you here. My name is Kelly Swingler and I am the anti-burnout coach helping overworked and overwhelmed leaders to regain control of their lives and create the time, space and energy for the things that matter. I reached burnout in 2013 for the very first time and that made me seriously ill. Clearly, I didn't learn enough from the first time and I reached burnout for a second time and unfortunately that second one almost killed me. And so I do all of the work that I do now, really, because I know that burnout can be prevented. I know that burnout can be prevented. And every single bit of my being really is driving me and motivating me and pushing me to do the work that I'm doing. I speak to audiences all over the world on this topic. I work one-to-one with people from all around the world. And burnout isn't a sexy subject, right? I'm not teaching people how to upscale businesses. I'm not teaching people how to make their first million pounds. I'm not doing any of the sexy stuff, right, that we're told matters most on all of our social media feeds. The work that I do, I know it matters. I know that it's changing lives. I know that it's making an impact and I'm going to I'm going to keep doing it. And I keep trying to think of sexy ways to kind of bring it to life a little bit more. And hopefully these conversations are helping all of you. I I know to many of you that are listening to this on a regular basis, I continue to get your messages and your support and your feedback. uh, And that means a lot. Um, Knowing that it could just, you know, play, play a really, really small part in helping you to make the changes that you need to make to go on and have an absolutely incredible life. Whether you are a new listener or an old listener or an existing listener, uh, as you know, this is unedited and uncut. So this is just me rambling to you for as long as the episode goes on for, hopefully about a topic. And that really plays into the topic that I want to talk about today, which is perfection. So this is now Frazzled, the podcast that you are currently listening to, is now my, probably should have worked this out beforehand, but I think it's my fifth podcast. Um, I had one called Future Proof when I first started my business. I was interviewing leaders from around the world to really understand what they think needed to change to future-proof the world of work. I had one called the HR Coffee Break, which was just 10 minutes of me kind of having a chat with HR professionals over Coffee Break. Um, although maybe it's only the third. No, I want to, I think it is the fifth. There's what though I had one that was changing the world of work. I then had one called uh, the Core-Led Women's Podcast, and now I'm with you for Frazzled. So yeah, this is this is my fifth. And I love doing it, and I love being able to go. But what stopped me when I left, so for, again, a little bit of background here, I left corporate and I started my own people and change consultancy. And then when I burned out again, that was when I really ramped up all of the work that I'm doing on burnout. 
I had thrown myself into it in 2014, all of the burnout stuff, in addition to the People and Change Consultancy. And then in 2020, I probably not the best year to make any changes, but it's working so far for me. In 2020, I made the decision to step away from my people and change consultancies. That's still very much running. I've got an amazing team that are taking that forwards, but I've I walked away from there to focus 100% of my working time, energy and attention on to burnout. And stepping away from that and then being on my own again, which is something that I hadn't been in since 2014, when when I first started my own business, gave me really an opportunity to look at what I did want to do, what I didn't want to do, things that I could do differently in setting up a second additional business that I hadn't done first time round. And I really, really wanted to start a podcast. I love doing them. I love the feedback. I know that they help. But I, I just can't like... The time it takes to get guests on and then the editing process and and everything that goes on with that. And just that I can make it simple. I literally can make it simple. And that was a huge step forward for me in still continuing my recovery of, of perfection, perfectionism. I still very much class myself as a recovering perfectionist, which I'll come on to in a little bit more detail in a moment. But just being able to say that me just talking, and I literally just record this into my phone, right? I'm on my iPhone. I am recording this into the voice recordings. It's uncut, it's unedited, and it goes straight from here onto my podcast platform. It's scheduled to go live at 7am every single Tuesday. And it goes live. The months that I spent thinking, I really want to do it, but I haven't got time. I would need to outsource this. I'd need to outsource this. Good enough was good enough. Uncut and unedited is as perfect as this podcast is ever going to get. But it's like I had to give myself permission to be uncut and unedited. And even part of me, you know, I, I don't probably I don't think I say it every episode now, but even when I first started, like it felt like I needed to say this is uncut and unedited in case there was a bit of background noise. And any of you were like, oh, my God, like, you know, her editing's rubbish. What, what's she doing? This isn't very professional. Sound quality's awful. Too many pauses, too many ifs, buts and ums. It sounds awful. Don't, don't want to continue to listen to that. So it was almost like I felt like I needed to keep saying this is uncut and unedited, uncut and unedited, because it was like I needed for all of you to know that this was going to be imperfect. And I still do say something, you know, if my dog starts barking in the background, some of you are like, what, like, why is she still talking? Why can I still hear a dog in the background? Like, I want to let you know that, but I also want to let you know, like, this is our reality, right? Some of you will have animals barking in the background, kids talking in the background, parents talking in the background, whilst you're on calls or work calls. Some of you will have colleagues that are doing ridiculous stuff in and, in and around you as you're trying to have a really serious conversation. This is what happens. And so many of us still think that we have to be portraying this perfect version of ourselves. 
Like everything has to be perfect all of the time. And I say recovering perfectionist because I recognised after my second burnout that this thing that I'd been telling everybody was a strength since I was like 10 years old. This thing called perfectionism. This badge that I would wear of being a proud perfectionist. The mugs that my parents bought me as a teenager and as a parent after I'd had my sons and when I started my first business, all of these mugs that my parents would buy me about, you know, being a perfectionist. And we used to laugh it all off. I genuinely wore this badge of perfection like the most incredible badge of honour. I wore it proudly throughout my teen years. I wore it proudly when I first started work. In the interviews that I had for roles, I would talk about the fact that I was this amazing perfectionist. Perfectionism was this incredible strength of mine. It meant that, you know, I wouldn't settle for anything less than 100%. It meant that I would keep going until everything was brilliant. And, uh, you know, (laughs) I can think of two roles in my life that I did did not get the jobs for. Two. I can think, you know, the fact that I've written five books, the fact that I can speak to audiences in that, you know, in the thousands talking about this stuff. The fact that I'm in my second business, the fact that I was appointed as the UK's youngest HR director, according to the CIPD, back in 2010. The fact that I have these awards and these accreditations, the fact that I have qualifications pretty much coming out of my backside. If I put all of the letters after my name, I'd need, you know, kind of a a number plate sized business card to be able to get me anywhere. And I genuinely used to think that all of this perfectionism was my superpower. I genuinely used to think that the way that I would push myself was my superpower. And it was after my second burnout that I began to realise actually that this perfection, this thing that I'd worn as this badge of honour for so many years and this thing actually that so many people had seen me wear as a badge of honour and almost kind of slapped a few gold stars on just for good measure as well. Like, yes, we love the fact that you're a perfectionist. We love it. We love it. We love it. You know, I I mistook having high standards for perfectionism. And nine times out of ten, this perfection that I was seeking was just so unattainable. And after my second bed, as I began to look at all of the things that had allowed me to get to that point again, perfection was one of the biggest red flags Perfection was this thing that I was trying to achieve in everything. Like I needed to be the perfect boss, the perfect leader, the perfect manager, the perfect HR director, the perfect mum, the perfect wife, the perfect friend, the perfect daughter, the perfect sister, the perfect cousin, the perfect speaker, 
Like had to, you know, even like the perfect driver, the perfect dresser, the perfect person at the gym, the perfect person in my yoga classes, the perfect person at every single thing that I did. Everything was like has to be perfect, has to be perfect, has to be perfect. But the more that I unpicked that, perfection wasn't the badge of honor that I thought it was. Perfection was this word that I had used to cover up. Fear. Fear of not being good enough. Fear of failure. And I could list all of the things that I haven't done as a result of wanting to do them to perfection. Because what I hadn't realised throughout my life is that if I genuinely did not think that I could be perfect at something... I wouldn't do it. I don't know if I've worded that the right way. But if I didn't think that I would be perfect at something, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't put my hand up if in class if I didn't think I had the perfect answer. I wouldn't run the race if I didn't think I could have the perfect time. I wouldn't shoot for the goal if I didn't think I could get the perfect score. I wouldn't have the conversation if I didn't think it would have the perfect outcome. I didn't want to buy my first house because I didn't think I could make it a perfect home. I wouldn't go for jobs or promotions if I didn't think I could be the perfect person in them. There are opportunities that I've said no to. And I've convinced myself that it's because the timing wasn't right or something else. But actually, when I look at it, what stopped me from doing that was that I didn't think I could be perfect in it. And so this quest for perfection was really to mask this fear of not being good enough. Because somewhere in my head, in my life, in my world, it was like failure was not an option. Perfection was the only outcome possible. And because perfection was the only outcome possible, I wasn't going to allow myself into a situation where there was, an op- where there was a chance of me failing. And this may be resonating with some of you, but if you imagine that, we learn when we fail. We learn when we fall. We pick ourselves up when we fall. If you're never putting yourself in a situation that allows you to fall or fail or learn, you're always in your comfort zone. I'd recognise that I was always in my comfort zone. And you don't learn or grow or stretch. And don't get me wrong, I was doing incredible things. Like I was moved up a year at school, got flying colours in my exams, had lots of amazing friends. Like I was being picked first for teams. I was like a star student. Everybody thought I was incredible. I was there looking after my brother and sister. I was the friend that was looking after everybody else. I was doing all of this stuff for other people. But imagine... If I had let myself be scared 
And imagine if I had let myself step out of my comfort zone just once in any of those years. I was already doing incredible stuff, but it could have been even more incredible. I could have been helping even more people. Or I could have realised even sooner that the corporate world was not for me. Maybe I'd have jumped and been doing what I'm doing now much earlier. Maybe I wouldn't have even, and this is a realisation I've had over the last few months, maybe I wouldn't have even started my People and Change Consultancy in 2014. Maybe in 2014 I would have been doing this work on burnout much, much sooner. Maybe it wouldn't have taken me five years to think, do you know what, this is what I should be doing full time. I was already doing it half the time, but there was something in me that like, did I can remember the day that I decided I was going to start my People in Change consultancy. I didn't want to call it Kelly Swingler, like some other people around me that were setting up their own consultancies. Were doing, like, they weren't calling it Kelly Swingler, obviously they were calling it their own name. But I didn't want to do that. Because I didn't want to be seen. I felt if I had this brand, I could hide behind the brand. I could hide behind the logo. Even though at the time it was just me and the business, I could hide behind something else. I didn't really have to show my face. I didn't really have to be visible. Imagine how different my self-employed journey could have been. Imagine how much more successful, how many more people I would have been able to help. Imagine if I hadn't been afraid of thinking, do you know what, I just don't know about this thing called burnout. I don't, I don't know enough about it. It's all I've been consuming for 10 years. And yet I still didn't think I was good enough to be able to do it. Why? Because I didn't think I could help people perfectly. The first talk that I was asked to deliver about my burnout story, I didn't go. I said I wasn't able to attend the event and I was. I just didn't think my story would add any value. Because I didn't think I could deliver it perfectly. Because all I felt I would be able to share was my own experience. And if you've heard me talk about my burnout experience, I talk about the failure. I talk about the, all of the crap that went with it. But I still didn't think I could do it perfectly. So my message, my plea, my invitation, my my wish for you as you listen to this episode is if you are wearing this badge of perfection I want you to unpin it and I just I want you to chuck it right I want you to chuck it in a river or I want you to chuck it in a fire or I want you to put it in the bin I want you to recognize that you are already perfect you are the only you. You are the only you. And that makes you perfect. If you're trying to be me or trying to be your best friend or trying to be your boss or trying to be your brother or sister or parent or friend or whoever, if you're trying to be any of those people, you will always be the imperfect version. Because you can't do or be any of those people. You can only be you. And in being you, you are the perfect version of you. Nothing else needs to be perfect. And yet I have recognised 
I had years and years and years of like, I want to be the perfect parent. I want to be the perfect parent. I want to be the perfect parent. I'm not, I'm not the perfect parent. I don't have the perfect sons. My sons are amazing, incredible human beings. I love them so, 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 so much. And they are the incredible version of themselves. And I am the perfect mum for them, which makes me a perfect mum. I am the perfect fit for my partner and my partner is the perfect fit for me. I am the perfect bonus mum to my partner's two sons. He is the perfect dad for his two sons. He is the perfect, I suppose, stepdad for my two sons. Doesn't mean we're perfect people, doesn't mean timing is perfect or anything is perfect but actually we are perfect for each other with all of our imperfections and all of our quirks and everything that's going on for us and it all feels right and and everything is great but I no longer have to deliver I don't have to make myself ill trying to create a perfect anything When I stand up on stage and talk to audiences of hundreds or thousands of people, I'm showing up as me. I don't have to deliver the perfect talk because I know there's no such thing. I know that I might stumble. I know that I might mess up. And that's okay. That's what that's what makes me human. I know that in doing this podcast uncut and unedited that you might occasionally hear the dog barking in the background. You might hear the doorbell ring. You might hear me drop something as I walk around my office recording it. You might hear pauses. You might hear me stumble across my words. You might hear me sometimes like have a a bit of a brain fart and be like, oh, what was I supposed to be saying? Like, what was I even saying? But that's what we do. I don't need to edit this conversation with you because actually I think in editing it it would take away some of the conversation I wouldn't be editing this conversation if I were having this conversation with you in real life I wouldn't be editing this conversation if I were on a stage having this conversation with you I wouldn't be editing this conversation if I was stood at the front of the room why would I feel I need to edit it Because you're choosing to listen to it at a time and place that suits you. Good is good enough. My perfection led me to burnout twice. My perfectionism, this badge that I had been wearing, led me to burnout twice. And I'm sure over the years it has contributed to other health issues and other mental health issues and other challenges in my life. And as I look back, I know at times it's held me back. And yes, I'm still in an amazing place. I still have an amazing life. I have amazing relationships. I do amazing work. I love what I'm doing. But oh, how I wish I had allowed myself to take more risks. How I wish I'd allowed myself to take more opportunities. How I wish I had sometimes just gone for it. And just thought whatever happens will happen. And I'm still learning and I'm still recovering from perfectionism. 
as I said, my plea, my invitation, my quest, my mission, my everything for all of you today is if you are wearing that badge, take it off, get rid of it. Throw it in the fire, throw it in the lake, put it in the bin, but let it go. It doesn't mean that all of a sudden you go from being like perfectionist and everything is perfect to just tomorrow like not giving a shit about anything like I'm not I'm not saying that at all but it may that may happen for you remember one of my very very first coaching clients she was a uh, head of finance for a uh, global charity and she'd come for we were working together and I remember it literally like it was yesterday and again it was like 10 years ago we were sat in the St Pancras Hotel in London beautiful beautiful setting uh, I had on this blue dress and a pair of heels. I had my brand new handbag. I felt amazing. She walked in. She looked amazing. Uh, she was amazing. She is amazing. And we sat talking for this coaching session. And I just kept hearing her say over and over and over again, like, I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior. And in that instant, I asked her, what would change if you were no longer a warrior? And her entire body language changed, like her shoulders dropped, her facial expressions, every single thing about her physically changed. It was like this worry just melted away from her. And she looked at me and she smiled and she said, oh, look, if I wasn't a worry, I'd just be carefree. It's like, okay, so we sat and explored that, right? What would be different if you were carefree? What could change for you if you were carefree? And she sat exploring in her face and she's just, this smile is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and her shoulders are just like melting away from her ears as she's talking. Everything was changing about her. And I got this message from her a few weeks later. Like she'd resigned from her job. She decided she was going to go and do this gap year, volunteering in Africa, doing stuff that she'd always wanted to do. And she told her family, and this was... You know, she got into a head of finance job. It was a stable job straight after university. She got into accountancy because it was a stable job. She had her house. She had her mortgage. She had everything. She's like, I'm selling it all and I'm just going. And her family, like her, literally her family didn't know what to do with that because she'd always, she'd been, and again, this was a joke. We talked about this in this session, but like her family had just called her like the family warrior from the age of two. Like we don't need to worry about it because she'll be worrying about it enough. It was a badge that somebody had given her from the age of two. Imagine being told from two years old that you are the family warrior and everybody relying on the fact that you are worrying enough for everybody. What pressure is that? But when you make the decision yourself to say, do you know what, I'm carefree and you can decide instantly, I'm selling all of my stuff, I'm taking a year out, I'm going to go volunteer in Africa and I'm going to see what happens after that. Imagine if you could allow perfection to melt away from you in the same way. So if I said to you, if you weren't a perfectionist, what would you be? Who could you be? What word comes up from you? What could be different if you let it go? What could be different if you put it in the bin? What could be different if you allowed your shoulders to melt away from your ears and your facial expressions to change as you realise that you could be anything other than the perfectionist, the perfectionist that you've worn the badge off proudly for years or that other people have proudly bought you mugs pretty much every year to back up the fact that you are a perfectionist? What could be different? Would you be more of a risk taker? Would you be taking more opportunities? 
Would you be taking more chances? Would you be following your dreams? Would you be saying yes to more of what you know you want to do instead of saying yes to more of what other people think that you should do? Would you be running that race anyway, not giving a shit about what your personal best was? Would you be trying for that goal, not caring whether you scored or not, but just knowing that you'd wanted to give it a go? What could change for you if you let go of perfection? If you allowed yourself to be whatever your opposite of perfect is and you just took that opportunity. And it doesn't have to mean that you sell everything in your life and go volunteer in Africa. And guess what? It may be that that's exactly what you want to do. But whatever it is, maybe just allow yourself to be totally uncut and unedited. Maybe just allow today to be the day that it all just flows as it's meant to. It all just comes out and it's meant to. It's all just said or done as it's meant to. Perfectly imperfect as the perfect version of you. What could be different for you today? I'm going to leave you there for this week. If that has been a useful episode, please do share it with any perfectionists that you may know in your life who could maybe do with some assistance in being something else, in taking those chances and getting out of their comfort zone. Thank you so much for joining me again. As always, keep the feedback coming. I'm loving, 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 loving all of your wonderful messages. I so, so, so appreciate them. And again, the invitation is there. If there is anything that you would like me to talk about on any upcoming episode, do let me know. And I will ensure that I cover that topic for you. For now, I'm going to say have an incredible day. Thank you for joining me. I will be back with you again next week, Tuesday, 7am for the next episode of Frazzled. Have a great day. Bye bye.